Explorable is a podcast about travel, disability, and inclusion. I'm Josh Loebner, Director of Strategy at Design Sensory. I'm co-host Toby Willis, Senior Product Manager for Inclusive Technology and President of the Ability Inclusion Movement at Expedia Group. We're both blind. And we love everything travel. This is Explorable. We interview experts, advocates, and allies of tourism, destinations, and disability to make each journey more explorable. Hey everyone, welcome to Explorable. I'm Josh. And I'm Toby. We're so excited to share with you this series of episodes that we recorded live on the road at the 2021 Travelability Summit in Tampa, Florida. First up, Jake Steinman, founder of Travelability. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Explorable. We're recording live here at Travelability in Tampa, Woo-hoo! Florida. Woohoo! Our first Woo-hoo! live session ever. <laughs> Explorable started during COVID and... Josh, you were just saying that we met for the first time today. We met person. for the first time yeah, in so person. Awesome. This is crazy. Yeah, and Jake, is is this the first time we've met in I, person? I believe it is. I believe it. I thought I yeah. thought I may have met you through my job, but I'm I'm not sure. But we have with us Jake Steinman, the founder of Travelability. If you listen back to our first season, you can hear Jake. I believe that was episode two or three. Yeah, episode two. So good chance to go binge listen to Explorable and catch up. But Jake, we're so happy to have you back on the show today and just hear about what is happening in the world of travelability. Okay, so just see, well, we just (laughs) wrapped up our second travelability, and it was quite challenging, but actually it was rewarding uh, at the same time. We had about 40 people here, and we would have had two to three times as many people had the variant not happened, but I thought it was important to hold the event. And uh, what we did was I basically ended up completely redesigning the content 11 times. So what we ended up with is something that I wanted to be able to be totally practical. Mm -hmm. So we started out as the theme was the future of accessible travel. And uh, we ended up with basically a group of presenters that basically helped everyone understand what they can do for marketing, what they can do to become more accessible, and things that can be, since it was hybrid and everything is videoed, so we've streamed the entire event. So we are going to basically have your recordings, and then we're going to basically divide the recordings by sessions. And so we'll make the sessions available as a package. So if they wanted an autism package, they could buy the recordings that we had yesterday on the autism session. There was an hour and a half. So they'll be able to buy the recordings you know, based on what they really are interested in. There's a lot of innovation taking place. We had the all-room accessible hotel, you know, the only accessible theme park. And both of those presentations involved unique innovations that can be scaled around the world. Morgan's Wonderland is working with the University of Pittsburgh to create, you know, some technology that is in beta form. The Schoolhouse Hotel, which is an all-accessible room hotel, which right. is going to be in White Sulphur Springs, West, West Virginia, Virginia, has developed all of these uh, kind of subtle accessibility features 
that are really not you know, obtrusive. And these are going to be, I think, used in the future in hotel development. The other thing is we're focusing on destinations because the destinations have relationships with the business community, they have relationships with the visitors, and they have relationships with the local community. And they can actually disseminate the information most efficiently. It'd be nice to have hotels here, it'd be nice to have attractions here, but really they're just one-offs that can't really spread the word. And so we're really trying to amplify the information, and the best way to do that is through uh, the destination marketing organizations. Now, I'm glad you uh, went there, Jake, because I was I was just thinking in my head, like, the, this is the Travelability Summit, but Travelability has become more than just the summit. It feels like it's an ecosystem where folks can share and glean information. So that's kind of our goal. We want our website to be a platform that will be a hub for any company that wants to improve their accessibility in the travel industry. You know, we archive your podcasts, for example. We're also going to archive the Scandic training videos. They've Mm -hmm. got seven training videos that are between one minute and two minutes long. And we're going to archive a list of bloggers. We archive the special needs specialists, the, the, the travel agents. Right. So, so we have 40 of those. We're aggregating all this content. From, so we're aggregating yeah. content for yeah. people, and we're now toying with, you know, what should we do with it? And uh, at some point we may go to a subscription model, you know, some sort of a freemium-type subscription model where part of the website, you know, information about the conference and the newsletter will be free, but just the other parts there may be a subscription model for that that will help us sustain the ecosystem. I don't know how long COVID's going to last, and I think Mm -hmm. that we're going to probably have to live with it. And I think we've Mm -hmm. done everything here. You know, we're scrubbing microphones. We're just (laughs) everything here to be safe, as safe as possible. But I imagine there's going to be somebody here that will have contracted COVID from outside this our little bubble that we mm-hmm. created where we forced everybody to wear masks. Somebody knock yeah. on wood. And vaccines yeah. required. Yeah, right. and just the, well, they were all vaccinated, so sure. they, but they still may, there may be a breakthrough. But, you know, I think this is something that we're just going to have to live with. You know, so we have to plan for, you know, the website and all of these other kind of programs around it, the landing page initiative. What I'm really, I think, most proud of here is the relationship with uh, Sasha Goldenson with Google Maps. The type of people we have here, like Sasha and you guys, and just the, you know, they're all people that can make a difference, but he can really move the needle. It seems to me like he's become very engaged with the travel side of things because I think he sees how proactive we all are here, yeah. and there's like a little cluster of people who want oh, yeah. to be proactive that you don't see anywhere else. I heard somebody say they were skeptical about the number of attendees, but once they got here, they were impressed by the level of passion. And it makes up for what the the person said was the the level of passion and commitment and dedication to this space makes up for quality, not quantity. Yeah. (laughs) Quantity, not quality. Jake, you know, you had this idea maybe in 2018. It came to fruition with the first Travelability Summit in 2019. We're looking at now the, the, the second iteration, and you've had a number of different engagements prior to this as well that were virtual. This was a wonderful in person event, and you've been 
on the pulse of the travel community and destinations and disability inclusion. What are some achievements that have that you see have been made by destinations, and where are some some gaps that may still be there when it comes to disability inclusion? I think what I see is there's been an awareness that didn't exist two years ago before we started. And I'd like to think that some of that is due to the newsletter because we had 3,300 readers of the newsletter and we were constantly trying to make it frisky and interesting and unique and probably a little irreverent. You know, I like to think that's part of it. The other part is that I think they see that the mainstream product companies like Nike, you know, Tommy Hilfiger, and yeah, with uh, the adaptive Ikea, clothing. the adaptive, you know, Ikea. the adaptive furniture. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Adaptive 3D furniture that you could print out at a library right. <laughs> uh, from Ikea. It's mainstream oh, yeah. because it makes people feel good. It makes their employees feel good. It gives them a sense of purpose beyond just the profit motive. They're doing something for humanity. I know that's what, what I'm finding with the destinations. You know, they attended and then they went back and they just wanted to start doing more. And then mm -hmm. once they started doing things, you know, created a landing page, then they wanted to do some training, and then they wanted to do a webinar on it in their own, you know, in their, to their stakeholders. And so everybody that's involved, you just see how positive the effect is. It's not just helping the people with disabilities, but it's, it's creating awareness about disabilities. It's actually good, it's positive PR in their communities because hypothetically 20% of the people in those communities have a disability and they may not even know about all the features that exist. And on the other hand, they may be the ones that do know and can help, help the landing pages find new features to add and sort of crowdsource improvements to the landing pages. Those are the things that I think were helpful the other thing, if I look at the other thing, it's really the fact that for 20 years, the only company doing research was Open Doors. Mm -hmm. And they were doing, you know, basically consumer using the Harris Group, and they did consumer research on disability travel. And that's U.S.-based. I'll just point that out. Yeah, there's, you, a, there's, a, there's more global stuff going on. Now, which yeah, I think there, there's U.S.-based. and then But now you've got destination analysts. Mm -hmm. You've got Miles that just came out with uh, another research report that's like two weeks fresh. Mm -hmm. And then there's another company called MMGY. They're coming out with research as well. Right. Uh, and once that those companies come out with research, I think what will happen is they're going to do visit, visitor research. And they're going to, through extrapolation methodology, they will actually be able to record or track the number of the percentage of people who, are, who have a disability who actually come to the destination, which they don't do right now. So they'll be able to do studies like, okay, here's, here's what it is. This is our baseline right now. We've done no marketing to the people with disabilities. We've done nothing. You know, we haven't featured dis disabled people in our ads. And uh, so this is what we have right now. And then they start the, the marketing campaign. And then they find out, you know, what's, what's the delta difference. And uh, so that becomes a huge thing that is the, the research companies are involved. Yeah, it starts to create a network effect where yeah. you, you, well, it starts you can operationalize. To it gives them uh, justification to put marketing dollars towards it. Right. And our thing was really, if you're accessible for people who are disabled today, you're going to be accessible for baby boomers, 40% of which 
are going to age into a disability after they turn 65. Mm -hmm. So you'll be accessible for them. So you're actually really investing in an audience that's going to triple from 12 million to 35 million over the next eight years. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. Huge numbers. And so this is... uh, Something that I think that, you know, it benefits everyone. Too. And I'll take it a step further. I mean, you hear me say it all the time. Inclusive design is just good design. So, yeah. you know, even folks who don't identify as having a disability benefit from the inclusion efforts that, that we're discussing today. Jake, for those listeners that may not know about travelability or are just discovering it right now, where can they go to find out more about everything travelability has to offer? Travelability.net. Good deal. You know, very simple address. <laughs> yeah, I love so, it. What's on the roadmap? What's what's coming up? Okay, so what yeah. we're going to do with <laughs> this event is, so what we've done is we realize we have a community. People have come to this event, the people that came to the 2019 event, the people that came to the Launchpad event virtually, the people that came to the June 24th event virtually. That becomes a community, and I think we're going to do a pop-up networking session for the community where they can actually network with each other. And we're going to invite the presenters to basically be two or three at a table. And people can just go visit in different rooms. So we found a platform called Wonder Me and just the, that breaks out into different rooms and we can, and they can just move through the cursor. And so, uh, so that's one thing we want to just build a community through virtual communication. Sasha has been added to our advisory board now. And Stacy Melman's been added to our advisory board. Camilo Navarro from Wheel the World now, uh, which just raised, you know, $2 million for this, you know, to create an OTA and just the for accessible travel. And they've developed some technology that's, that maps hotels. And so they can actually, they can actually customize bespoke tour programs based on the disability that you have. So those are things that are, that are exciting. So right now we're focusing on the landing page project. Our next program is really focused on getting 100 landing pages up. And uh, so that's going to be a hard thing because people are afraid of imperfection. And so we have to basically convince them that you have to strive for imperfection because there's no, there is no perfection. Yes, please, listeners, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress because we have to shift our paradigm from compliance to inclusion and i think uh you know risk management is part of any business the community just wants to feel heard and to have a seat at the table so i think it's important for us to to just try and make the effort and travelability can help it sounds like the the community the disability community there are teachers i mean you are our teachers so travelability is sort of a link between the travel industry and the disability travel community. Yeah, there's that platform. That's wonderful. And, just yeah. the, uh, and that's what we are. We're just a bridge. So I'm proud of that accomplishment because it's really about longevity, just being around and getting involved in things like the podcast and all these other initiatives uh, that have created sort of a, you know, an ecosystem or a movement, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, so now we're going to focus on really, you know, sort of maximizing what we've learned here. We'll have the, we're going to review the videos and the content here and probably have some high-level takeaways from the event. I'm pleased with the, the progress we've made. And Jake, I'm really proud of the progress you've made and all the work that exciting. you do. And I personally appreciate it. We need allies and advocates like you helping us 
with this movement. And I really appreciate all the work that you do for disability inclusion. Well, I wouldn't be anywhere without you guys. You know, it's, it's been wonderful to meet all the people because the people who are involved, you know, travel is the toy department of life. And the people who are involved in the travel side of disability are largely positive people. Jake Steinman with Travelability. I'm going to probably blow the microphone here, but hey, the, the Travelability Summit's over. Let's celebrate. Woohoo! Yes. Yeah. yeah! Explorable is a Design Century original production in collaboration with the Travelability Summit and produced by Brad Carpenter. Find out more about our productions, podcasts, and insights at designcentury.com slash originals and travelabilitysummit.com. You can connect with Josh Loebner or myself, Toby Willis, on LinkedIn.